I remember most of my 20s as a constant battle to escape a, a hell that ultimately I was carrying with me. There wasn't a particular set of circumstances. It was just you know, a mindset. Hell was something that I carried with me and it didn't matter the people I surrounded myself with or the circumstances in my life, how much money I was making. Nothing mattered, you know. Uh, and during most of my 20s, I tried everything uh, when it comes to self-help. We're talking about positive affirmations in the morning, you know, looking myself in the mirror and telling myself that I loved uh, myself and I, that I was brave and, you know, attractive and confident and all that, but it didn't seem to do much good. Uh, I also, uh, you know, uh, tried NLP, binaural beats, uh, visualization techniques, anything you can think of. And I was reading a lot of self-help and personal development books. And the truth is that you, you become addicted. I'd spend 10, 12 hours every day, you know, uh, doing self-hypnosis and listening to positive affirmations and those things didn't make me feel any better. I was trying to change my inner reality, but there was no, no outside factor that would uh, prove me right, you know, in a way. Because yes, we, we must be, we must have this internal focus and a strong internal reality if we want to achieve our goals, if you want, you know, to be, to be successful. But at the same time, it matters a lot that there's some sort of proof out there that, you know, we're on the right track and if you spend most of your time reading self-help books and you know doing positive affirmations and you know the, the law of attraction doesn't work for most people because they just don't take action so that's that's the bitter truth about uh, self-help you're just trying to change your external reality by changing your inner reality uh, but you don't take action and you, you don't try to you know connect the two in any way whatsoever and that's one of the dangers of self-help and uh, I believe that a lot of people become addicted and they think self-help is the only path and they're absolutely right and there's nothing else that you can do and uh, you know you, you just uh, go on that that path of you know, not, not taking any type of action towards becoming a better person but you, know, you can use self-awareness to understand that blindly following certain rules or doing certain techniques, you know, deploying certain strategies is not going to help you very much. It's not going to change your life because, quite frankly, you don't have you know the the self-awareness required uh, to understand uh, how a strategy has to be internalized. And you have to make it your own and, and adapt to it and overcome certain obstacles that, that might appear. And that's why a lot of people, you know, they, they blindly follow a system. And because they don't really think about it and because they don't take, you know, it's not an education, ed, educated decision that they're making, it's just that they, they resonate with something and they just blindly follow it. That's uh, when they become dangerous because they can't accept that someone else doesn't really agree with that strategy or might not deploy it and quite frankly might not work for them you know but but they they just don't want you know to go through this the discomfort of developing self-awareness so they just 
you know, become addicted to self-help and blindly follow systems and rules. And they believe that uh, they're somehow, uh, uh, they wish self-actualization and you know, they're becoming better each day, but they're not. That's one of, one of the obvious traps of self-help. It's become a multi-billion dollar industry because it makes people feel good about themselves, but doesn't necessarily change how they are, you know? They just, uh, you're just uh, adding another layer to your inner reality. It's it's an illusion. You're just going through, you know, walking through a garden and chant, you're chanting, there's no weeds, there's no weeds. And, you know, the weeds are there. You're not, you're not pulling them out of the, of the ground. Uh, you're not doing, you're not taking actionable steps toward becoming a better person or, you know, improving your life in any way. And that's one of the obvious traps. And I believe that a lot of people become addicted to self-help, not because, you know, they want to help themselves or they want to help someone else, just, but just because, like I said, uh, it allows them to add this, this layer to their inner reality and they can better avoid the, the outer reality of their lives, you know, the external factors, the, the you know, the objective, ultimately the objective reality of who they are. And uh, it just, uh, you, know, you go through life like that and you kind of avoid, you avoid the regret and you also tap dance around the truth. And here's the thing, self, the self-help industry, most often than not, depending on who, you know, uh, uses those tools and how they use them, uh, is just, you know, a, a process of sugarcoating the truth in such a way that it's not, it doesn't taste as bitter as it should and ultimately doesn't make you want to change. I know it sounds paradoxical, but uh, if there's no great discomfort at the content you read and the self-advice that you consume, whether, whether we're talking about podcasts and, you know, or watching a, a TED talk, if there's no great discomfort and you kind of want to disagree with it and applying it uh, to your life feels painful, you've just reached that that level where you're just you're just sugarcoating the the truth and you're just you know adding an, a different layer to your to your inner reality but you're not changing your outer perspective and there's nothing there it's just you know an illusion and you embrace that illusion so yeah i believe that this is one of the, the first signs you know actually uh that you you figure out uh, at a certain point uh, if it feels exciting and there's nothing but excitement at finding some different framework or you know whether it's cognitive behavioral therapy or whether it's you know gestalt therapy or uh, it doesn't really matter nlp uh, whether when you find a framework like that or a system like that and you feel you feel only enthusiasm and passion for it and you're not willing to to suffer for it, uh, you know, you're not using it properly and you don't understand the tools that are being given to you. That's why, you know, the, the self-help enthusiast, the person who says, well, okay, I've, I, I've read the secret now, I, I'm gonna uh, visualize a million dollars and they're going to materialize on my, on my coffee table right there. Uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's the thing. People want the shortcut and uh, they just want to take an, an elevator to uh, to success they don't want to take the stairs and uh, that's what the self-help industry does most often 
they tap dancer on the truth and they just kind of ignore the aspect that you've got to help yourself that's why it's self-help it's not you know uh, i remember this this uh, one time uh, one of my ex-girlfriends was trying to to quit smoking so she bought a, a book one of those books about you know quit, quitting smoking and 10 steps something like that and while she was reading it and obviously there was a lot of uh, you know a lot about smoking and how bad it is and you know all sorts of stories and uh she just lit herself a, a cigarette and she was smoking while she was reading the book and said well it's rubbish it does nothing of course it does nothing you're not gonna read a book and magically quit smoking the same way you're not gonna read a book about becoming successful and magically become successful uh, nothing works unless you do and that's why you have to use a lot of mental energy and a lot of you know time and effort to become better and to take action and i believe that in in, a, in most cases it's preferable just to take action and just to become and to experiment and to, and to grow uh, as a person as opposed to just consuming content aimlessly with no regard for you know taking proper action I, i'm speaking out of you know like i said uh, personal experience because I've tried everything and, and nothing seemed to work. It was like, uh, you know, you have a gunshot wound and you're in danger of dying, but you just keep, uh, you know, you take painkillers uh, constantly and you just, you know, place a band-aid or something like that, you know. It, it just kind of suits the pain or takes the pain away. Don't think about the pain very much, but it's temporary and you need to do more and more and ultimately you're not you're not healing the wound in any way you're just you know like i said you you're trying to uh, stop thinking about the pain and ignore the pain and uh, ultimately uh, at a certain point it won't work anymore because that's what happened to me you know i've consumed so much content that i've read hundreds hundreds of books and uh, then i looked myself in the mirror and i said well uh, you're not you're not progressing you're, you're, not, you're not better far from it I, I was depressed uh, you know suicidal tendencies and I was just walking around the room and trying this, this uh, exercise that I've heard about I think Tony Robbins shared it and I was walking around my living room imagining I had this cape you know like Superman and it, it, those things make you you know smile but they don't make you better unless you go out there and act and interact with people and imagine you have that cape around your shoulders it's not gonna work so yeah if you don't take action i think that the, the obvious trap when it comes to self-help is that uh, you're gonna use it as, as an excuse to procrastinate on taking action and having that you know first-hand experience with with life itself with, with, with the adversities and the obstacles and how difficult it can be to change the, the outer your outer reality and to change people's perspective and op, op, opinion of you and if you don't do that and you become addicted and, and use it as an excuse to not assume responsibility for your life then you're gonna fail because you know you have this multi-billion dollar industry and i've and i write a lot of you know self-help advice i don't call myself a self-help author or a blogger i just 
like to believe that I'm sharing advice and insights that I've most often than not I've experienced firsthand and I've learned the hard way. But, you know, a lot of people I think that they use that for just a little bit of, uh, you know, they, they want to feel good for the next 15 minutes, an hour. Maybe take a little bit of action, but not enough. Um, to be told, uh, you can listen to all sorts of people trying to motivate you and you're going to feel pumped up for, for a day or two, but uh, the, the goal is to take action. And what I, what I find that works often is to use that momentum when you don't want to take action, but always try to start you know, by yourself and take action by yourself. And when, when you encounter a certain problem or when you want to give up, that's when you use motivation. And that's when I, when I used to listen to all sorts of motivational podcasts, interviews, and uh, when, when I wanted to give up, when I was at the gym and working hard and I just didn't feel it was uh, worth it. But if you, if you sit on your couch and you, you know, listen to a podcast, a motivational podcast, it's not going to do anything for you if you don't take action. That's the idea. No, and, and it's it's in the the name. It's self help. You know, you you got to help yourself. But most people just like I said, most people just use it as an excuse not to take action, as an excuse not to assume responsibility, and as an excuse to go about their lives pretending and faking it, and hoping they'll somehow make it. It doesn't work that way. You know, it really doesn't work that way. Uh, if people don't respect you, you're not being respected and you're not giving people a lot to respect. Sometimes it, yeah, it, there's always, you know, uh, the uh, exception to the rule that, that we cling to. And I believe this is counterproductive most of the time. Yes, there's, there's a dodgest exception that sometimes people, the people who don't expect you are people you should let go of and should distance yourself from them because they, they just don't respect anything at all. You should be careful of that. But 99% of the cases, if people don't respect you, you are not giving them something worthy of respect. And you are someone who's, you know, uh, worth respecting. And this applies to every principle in life and every other aspect and or quality or trait. So... Uh, you're, you're gonna have to, you know, play this balancing game and try to figure out what people's opinion of you is, gather that feedback and then internalize that feedback and try to change your inner reality in such a way that it, it influences the outer reality. That's a lot of work, you know, and people don't do that. You know? that that's why people become addicted to self-help because they think, okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna just... Uh, read this book by Tony Robbins I'm gonna feel like uh, you know unleash the power within I'm gonna feel strong powerful motivated for a couple of days and then I'm gonna read another book but during those couple of days when, when you feel motivated and when you feel uh, confident and powerful you just don't take any action at all uh, because uh, I believe that at a certain level a lot of people are aware of this uh, I remember I, I used to do this uh, 30 minute hypnosis about you know becoming self-confident and being confident in, in social environments and that feel great and uh, the moment I, I'd step out and interact with uh, actual human beings 
uh, my confidence would evaporate and I would instantly become aware that that thing doesn't really work very well. Like, like a, a pep talk and a wake up call and all that. You don't have an epiphany because someone else shares it with you. You don't wake up from uh, and change your life and turn your life around because someone tells you that uh, you should do that and gives you uh, and makes you see it clearly. Uh, it's just that, that there is that tipping point just when you reach that tipping point and, and most often you, you become aware of that moment but you don't become aware of all the previous moments and when you slowly change were changing your mind and were changing your perspective that's what it happened that's what actually happens so you take action slowly but surely and you're changing your perspective of our life and then you read some book and you just instantly relate to it and resonate with it and you just you know change your life and turn your life around and you're gonna identify that book as being the source of the change but actually the source of the change was you taking action small steps and slowly changing your perspective and changing your inner reality by being like i said discontent or being feeling like you're not being respected and there's something that you want to change about yourself some trait some aspect of your life and you're slowly taking action you're not gonna sit around and you say well i'm not earning enough and uh, i'm just gonna earn 10 times more within the next 40 days or so and just something and it all clicks no it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort so yeah this is this is why self-help sometimes is so dangerous it's, it's a double-edged sword and a lot of people are trying real hard to use self-help in order to escape the realities of their lives you know to escape the, the brevity of our own existence We just use self-help in order to escape uh, the simple fact. We're going to die and all we have is today. Tomorrow is not uh, to be taken for granted and it's not guaranteed. So we must take action every single day in order to become better, in order to improve. And uh, there's a lot of uh, happiness and a lot of joy and a lot of satisfaction to be found there. But they just somehow want to circumvent that and they want to find a shortcut and they're using self-help just to place a band-aid rather than trying to heal the wound and they just you know they, they close their eyes and they chant there are no weeds there are no weeds rather than pulling the weeds out and that's the big difference and that, that's why it self-help sometimes it's so dangerous and uh, like i said talking from first-hand experience and I've tried a lot of things and uh, most of them didn't work because I wasn't willing to work for them okay guys so uh, thanks so much for listening be sure to subscribe and uh, catch you guys in the next one bye